0: ah uh, kicking this off with a bush light peach have you had the privilege of trying one of those yet i have fan not a fan what were you at on these
1: um it's the best flavors bush has i think it's better than bush light regular or apple i think peach is the smoothest chillest easiest to drink
0: Yeah, I'm at when I first tried it. I was like, I think Apple's still better. But now that I've had it, I think this has taken the lead. It's the, yeah, it's the, it's the goat bush light.
1: Yeah, I've had a chance to, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I had a chance to try the, uh, Twisted Tea Bomb Pop as well.
0: Good. I was going to report on that. Hit me.
1: Yeah. Um, remarkable how they can make something taste like it tastes exactly like a bomb pop. But um, I almost couldn't even – I don't even think I finished the one can I had. It was so sugary. I could almost, like, feel my teeth start to hurt drinking this thing. Like, I mean, it is like – you just want to have a drink to say you tried it. um, But there is no way your stomach could handle three, four of those. Like, it has to be – it makes sense why it's just in the variety packs.
0: Yeah, if I showed up with a 12-pack of those, I might drink them all. But I am – you're throwing yeah, up. sugar high, I'm throwing up. Yeah, it's not a good time. I was able to sample it. I bought a six-piece sampler. They have these at Kroger where you can kind of just, like, pick and choose and put them in a six-pack and walk out, right? And uh, I was like, this is a perfect time to try this. So I grabbed one of those, a couple other things. Um, for people that, you know, for whatever reason, maybe you don't drink Bush Light, Lion and Kugels came out with a Juicy Peach.
2: Holy hell, fire.
1: I will... I will say too, for people who think like maybe you think all beers are gross, like and you're yeah. not a beer drinker. I think Bushlight Original, like, I'd rather just not drink than drink a Bushlight regular. But the apples and peach, I could drink multiple cans of both of those. The flavored ones are much better than just Bushlight.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. Here we are. Um hopefully you guys listened last week when we broke down the NFC south uh that was kind of a fun division it was the first division that we chose to do this year because honestly we're like could be the worst division in football but after we broke it down we went through schedules and went through transactions and stuff it's like actually we might have two pretty good teams on our hands so that was kind of fun to kind of figure out uh but here we are now and we're doing the nfc west which is kind of a uh over the last couple of years has been kind of a power division. It feels like it's on the way down. I'm excited to talk to you about it today Uh, before we get into it. Initial reactions about last week and then going into this week.
1: No, it's just, uh, I I try to drive it home. Like um, when when you're at the bar talking with a friend or you're just in a backyard at a cookout, sometimes you'll throw out records for a teams or expectations. And I think that is so that doesn't even make sense. And then it's like, okay, let me get out my phone. Here's their acquisitions. Here's what they lost. Here's what's going on. This is where they've been. Now we we'll are go through the schedule with me. Yeah, I bet you didn't think you had them. I went through it with uh, one of my friends, a listener of the podcast, and uh, we did the Saints, and he did the same thing you did. He's like, how do I have them at 13 and 4? And I said, you tell me, man. You went through the schedule, so don't tell me. I'm crazy when I said this yeah. team you fighting for home field advantage in the postseason. When you look at their division, the way the schedule, you know, maps out and, you know, it's interesting uh, and we'll get to it here shortly. But like, like there's one team in the NFC West today that only has one occasion where they have multiple home games in a row. It only happens one time all season for them. Like they're constantly on the road coming home. So there's just different breaks and different opponents. And, you know, it could be a team we talked about. this a couple of years ago when the Ravens finished fourth in the division. And me and you both took them to win the division because they had three or four games that just worked out to where, you know, they're a better team than what they're, you know, there's just so much more to it. And when I break these down, it's on it, when you get to the end, you've broke down eight divisions and going into the season, you have a better feel for what's going around in the NFL because you already have expectations. And it's it's fun to see yours and it's fun to see other people online what they believe as well. So we're going to kick things
0: off with the NFC West. It is the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Okay. The Cardinals in 2022 were four and 13 in division. They were one and five and they lost their last seven games to end the season. So not a great football team. Uh, Kyler Murray did get injured. And I believe it was a Sunday night football game against the Patriots. Torres ACL was out for the year from that. Uh, They fired Cliff Kingsbury and they brought in Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. Uh, They also got a new GM, Monty Asenfort. Hopefully I'm saying that name right. As far as the keys, uh, as far as ads and losses here, it's very minimal as far as players that I feel like the the listeners are going to really know. Uh, Wide receiver Zach Paschal comes in. Um, Kazir White, linebacker, played for the Eagles. He was on the Super Bowl team that played in the Super Bowl last year. And then, obviously, they draft in the first round. Paris Johnson Jr., offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Uh, loss is the big one. Everybody knows DeAndre Hopkins, offensive line, Billy Price. Nothing else really stood out as far as that goes. Did you have anything that I didn't get or anything that comes to mind?
1: The the only thing that I would say is nothing's happened yet when we record this podcast. So there is rumblings that all-pro safety Buda Baker could be on the way out. He asked for a trade yeah. early in the off season. He is still on the team, but there is a chance that they also lose him.
0: Yeah. So a couple of notes that I had for this is obviously Kyler coming off the ACL, uh, last year they traded for Hollywood Brown with their first round pick and his production was 67 catches for 709 yards, three touchdowns. Not great. Uh, he did lose his QB halfway through the year. Obviously they have a QB battle going into week one because Kyler potentially couldn't even be ready for week one is potentially the rumor. So Colt McCoy, Jeff Drixel, and then Buda Baker asking for a trade as you just alluded to. Um, The depth chart here feels decent. Uh, Outside of quarterback, they have running back James Conner, wide receiver Hollywood Brown, wide receiver two would be Rondell Moore, and then uh, tight end would be Zach Ertz. Defensive stars, Xavier Collins, who they drafted in the first round, not this year, but last year, turned out to be a solid player. Uh, Zier White, who they brought over from Philly, and then as we alluded to, Buda Baker with the contract issue. Not a whole lot to brag about with this team. they won four games last year, and if they don't have Kyler Murray, I would imagine this feels like a step back even more. Where are you at on the on the Cardinals here?
1: Well, one thing about when you're going through the depth chart, Zach Ertz played only 10 games and then got hurt. Um, he yep. hasn't played 16 games in five full seasons, he played a whole season, Um but he did have 47 for 406 and four touchdowns. So he had pretty good averages while he was still on uh while he was still playing. This team's going to try and go through the ground on James Conner, but I believe in his career we've always thought they're better as like a dual-headed um b- backfield with James Conner, um Colt McCoy for some reason when he's come in for Kyler, he's played okay. It's not like the, an awful thing, but they're going to be decidedly worse quarterback than their opponent most games this year, if not all, with Colt McCoy. And in a progressively offensive league, I just think this has to be one of the bottom five defenses in the NFL. I mean, they did get a new head coach in Jonathan Gannon, who comes over from the Philadelphia Eagles as their defensive coordinator. But if you look at the amount of talent he had in Philadelphia and then what he has to work with now in Arizona, I'm not sure. And a lot of people talk about, you know, you even alluded to it, even if you you did, but you said you know they're not going to have Kyler Murray, so it feels like a step back. Last season, when Kyler Murray was the top passer, they were three and seven. Like so, even when he played, it wasn't like he was much of a difference maker. Yeah. And when he didn't play, the team was one and seven. So clearly, they do win more with Kyler as you'd expect. But it's not like it was like oh they were five and three or five and four, and then it's no they were bad with him even when he was the leading uh, passer. Uh, I mean, Hollywood Brown more. These are like Hollywood Brown, maybe a little bit more, but these are guys you'd love to have as the two or three speed guys can hit a home run. But you know, I just man, JJ Watt retires, D Hop leaves. That's big losses on both sides of the ball. First time head coach, star quarterback is not going to play for majority of the season. It's just I can't find. And they're in a division with three really good head coaches on the other side. So we did something last week, which we'll do again later, but we ranked the division one through four on just head coach quarterback. This is going to be a completely different way to look at it with the, with the amount of like good coaches they're going against. So it's going to be a tough season for the Cardinals and via Fanduel. Odds, they have the lowest over-under win projection in the NFL this season at four and a half wins is their projection win total.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to get to that, that I think they're the worst team in football. Um, obviously, we have broken down four teams, um, technically eight, because you and I have already done our breakdowns. We're just potting about them now. But, so I've broken down eight teams. They're by far the worst, by far. So, and I think they will be the worst team in football this year, depending on how things shake out, what, you know, accusations they might make during the season, which I doubt this team is really a buyer at any kind of deadline, but uh, so
1: go ahead. Another thing about them being, so we've talked about some things, this and that, but they've lost so much, the things that they've added. This team, I think we can both agree, they have not improved and they maybe at best stayed the same, like, Best case scenario, they're like the same. Last year on offense, in passing, they were 17th. Rushing, they were 22nd. Touchdowns, they were 22nd. And on defense, they had the 24th ranked pass defense and 14th ranked rush defense. Those are all in terms of total yards. So the thing that they were best at was rush defense, and there were still 13 NFL teams better than them at that alone. So with the turnover and the this and the that and I just and you know they had that anonymous thing released over the off season where the Cardinals facility was ranked as like the last. You have to pay for food in the cafeteria. Like what kind of environment do we have here? Don't like the Cardinals at all.
0: Yeah. I it is crazy that you said their four and a half win projection in this team. It's not arguable. They got worse. They lost what was a very good offensive-minded head coach, but not a great head coach. Just good offensively. Uh, they lost a top-tier wide receiver. I, they lost their their quote-unquote star quarterback. I mean, I don't I don't know how you improve on
1: that personally. I Me mean neither. And as we get going to the schedule here, like I might not have paid enough enough attention to the NFC South on the schedules. But I've noticed a theme here at the NFC West at least. But like the Cardinals, they have a back-to-back home game weeks two and three. The rest of the season, they will not see two home games in a row.
2: It's tough.
1: So in terms of scheduling breaks, we'll see how far they travel. But, uh, yeah. And
2: I'm looking here.
1: Is that right? No primetime
2: games. Oh, no. They don't
0: deserve any primetime games.
1: Well, I was just saying, like, I, it's just uh, they don't even have one. So we won't even get to see how bad they are or how maybe they good they are. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would put them on is maybe a Thursday night late in the season if Kyler's back. That is that is really it. But then again, late in the season, they would have already racked up all those losses. Then unless it's a divisional game where that team needs to win, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, take Got the it. schedule away, man. We'll start predicting this. All
1: right. Week one. I have I haven't seen everybody's, but this is maybe the most missable week one game on the slate. It is Arizona Cardinals at the Washington Commanders. I don't know if there's a one o'clock game I'm trying to avoid more.
0: Let let me say this because um
2: I did take a shot at the Commanders last week. Without doing a dive, they are one of two teams, off the top of my head, that will rival Arizona
0: for the for the number one pick.
2: Ooh.
0: Off the top of my head, and I realize that some people will push back on that because or uh, Washington does have some players in certain areas, but I think in in pivotal areas they don't. So it is that's a that's a horrible game. Um, where's that game at?
1: Washington. Sam Howell and Jacoby Bursett are the two quarterbacks
2: Give me Washington. Same. Then they host the Giants. Giants.
1: Then they host the Dallas Cowboys. So their back-to-back is David... Oh, this is not the NFC East, sorry. But they play three NFC East teams right off the get Washington, New York, Dallas, which all four teams, Washington always somehow gets six or seven wins, you know, with Ron Rivera. But moving forward, they're game three. They host the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys win, slaughter them. Okay. Then it gets easier. They're at the 49ers and then host the Bengals. <laughs> So that's a three-game stretch. They have Dallas, San Fran, Cincy. We have them at
0: 0-5. Yeah, they're 0-5. And And I guess at this point, and I don't even know how important this would be, but you do have to start. We know we have to start talking to her about if we sit in Kyler or now that he comes back, whether or not he makes an impact on the next game. But go ahead. Who's the next team?
1: Then back-to-back road spots, Rams, Seahawks divisional games
0: do they host the rams
1: no it's back-to-back road spots oh at rams, then What's at that?
0: seahawks yeah this feels this feels like two losses do i think they go 0 seven yeah i do
1: they were just, yeah exactly <laughs> they come home for a uh nice visit from the baltimore ravens
0: No buy yet, correct?
1: Oh, and eight. Their bye week is week fourteen. <laughs> God
0: dang! No, that's a loss to the Ravens.
1: They're yeah. zero and eight. We got them zero and eight. We're about halfway through. Here is the half point game, in week nine, at the Cleveland Browns. No, I like Cleveland.
2: Sorry, say I like, you like Cleveland. Cleveland there. Cleveland. Oh, yeah. sorry.
1: i okay. Then they uh, they host the Falcons.
0: Oh, we yeah, we already gave this game. Falcons, yeah. yep.
1: Okay, here we go. Week eleven at the Houston Texans. Rookie quarterback. Texans. It's, it's
0: at Houston. I I'd have to imagine by week eleven Houston feels decent about themselves, but Arizona does potentially have Kyler in this game. They're not Is going Buda gone with. by
1: now? Did they make trades at the deadline?
0: Yeah, but they're not going winless.
2: Or are they? Give me Houston. Okay, then they host the Rams. I'm going to play to the fact that the Rams are healthy here. Because I, I do think that they
0: somehow bounce back. Excited to talk about them next. Uh, loss.
1: Uh, I'm giving them their first win here. Okay, against the Rams. Then they're at the Pittsburgh Steelers, December third.
0: Oh, it's a W. <laughs> no, that's a loss, okay. man. I I I'm at I'm at 0 and 13 right now.
1: Okay, so they go to the bye at 1 and 12 for me. They come out of the bye to a home game, lovely against the 49ers. <laughs> Off a of buy at home, this spells
0: a win, and it's against arguably one of the top five teams in the league. Uh, man, this
1: is All, a loss. Yeah. Also, take this into account. December twenty fourth and December thirty first are their next two games, both on the road. Chicago, Philadelphia.
2: <laughs> Who's their last game? They host the Seahawks. Last game of the year, Seattle.
0: Seattle doesn't come to play, and and Arizona gets one win.
1: You know, trying to be – so the over-under set at four. If I was generous, I could maybe get them two, four wins. I think
0: I I could argue, like literally argue with somebody and play devil's advocate on three wins.
1: Yeah, so so here's the other thing Washington,
0: Houston, and one of the games against the Rams would be my three arguments.
1: So the thing I would say is you have an argument. Let's say they get swept by the 49ers, roster's too good. So between the Seahawks and Rams, they could go two and two simply because it's divisional games and th- those things have a chance. Yep. But their three most winnable games you would think would be Washington houston and chicago and all 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 on the road they're all three on the road like talk about scheduling breaks and like four and a half i have them at um generously i have them at two wins what do you have them at
0: i gave them a win whether it be week 17 week 18 week one i'll give them one win they are a one-win football team i think
1: Okay, so we are both taking the under there. That's fascinating. Um, but, yeah, so if you guys are Cardinals fans and listeners of the podcast, you're not getting any – I mean, you're going to have to really earn some st- – I mean, Colt McCoy, like you did at Texas or something. Like, I don't even know what's going to have to happen. Um,
0: but, yeah, Truthfully we are though, both- the one thing – if you're a Cardinals fan, the one thing you can hold your hat on is Kyler Murray is such a dynamic player and such a great leader that when he comes back and the team's 0-7, he'll have a positive attitude and want to lead this team oh. to success.
1: Also, you guys will believe that you have Kyler Murray and because of the Houston Texans next year, as of right now, I believe I've said this and I I believe I'm right. You guys can fact, sorry if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure what I'm about to say is right. As of this moment, next year in the draft, the Cardinals have a first rounder, first rounder, second rounder, third, third, third. They have six picks in the first three rounds. Two of them are first rounders if they can trade Buddha for a second or third rounder and something but they have a potential to have even seven picks in the top three so if you do believe in Kyler which he's got his contract and you have, have some offense you I mean you're getting younger you drafted a left tackle you know you're moving you have a defensive head coach you draft four guys in the first six picks on defense two of them hit this team could you know, I'm just saying there's hope for the future, but 2023 is going to be a tough season. First year with the Sunday ticket on YouTube, and the Cardinals aren't going to be being picked by a lot of people to watch their football games.
0: So, hypothetically speaking, we're a prediction-based podcast. Hypothetically speaking, this team drafts in the top three next year. Pretty damn good chance. Uh, And they have the Texans' first-round pick, correct? Right. Correct. Correct. And I don't think either of us are predicting the Texans to be world beaters. They may be decent. Top seventh pick. Seventh pick in the draft. I mean, at, at at best. So the Cardinals may end up with either the ability to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May.
1: <laughs> or, or receive another two or three top two round picks. Move back some spots, and you could be looking at the Cardinals with the fifth pick, ninth pick, 17th pick, a second rounder, and three third rounders. And just because somebody up.
0: just gave up the farm for, yeah, for Caleb Williams or Drake May. Yeah, totally.
1: Cardinals could be in a great spot there, but um, yeah, the we tried to give a little, little bit of a thing there by saying, guys, in a few years, but yeah, this you suck year, right now. The Cardinals are back,
0: yeah uh rams you ready yes oh sorry so we had them both less than four and a half wins that's what uh that they were projected at so
1: yeah i'd also urge everyone to stay away from the plus 2400 to win their division
0: yeah guys unless you're making a ten dollar bet to try and win 240 bucks just like save the ten dollars on two hot and ready's or something um yeah absolutely L.A. Rams in 2022, they were 5-12, 1-5 uh, in division. Uh, Their ads, wide receiver Tyler Johnson from the Buccaneers, tight end Henner Long via trade with, I believe this was with the Dolphins for the uh, Jalen Ramsey trade. Wide receiver Demarcus Robinson comes over from the Chiefs. Uh, quarterback Stetson Bennett, two-time National champion at Georgia. Wanted to throw that in there. I think do think that was a notable draft pick there. He wasn't highly drafted, but it is notable. Get ready for the losses. Just pull out your pen and paper here. Pass rusher, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him, Leonard Floyd. Uh, Hall of Fame middle linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Wide receiver, Allen Robinson. Cornerback, all-pro player, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, quarterback, Baker Mayfield safety t- taylor rep so ah, man big name one one more thing before i before i throw it over to you as far as the notes for this team the injury bug obviously matthew stafford cooper cup aaron down they are three best players they're high three highest paid players injury bug uh and but they are just two years removed for a super bowl so you, that has to count for something go ahead and take it away
1: uh, what I did want to say, um, I'm not going to list all the names, but the Los Angeles Rams draft. Guard, linebacker, D-line, quarterback, linebacker, tackle, tight end, wide receiver, corner, linebacker, running back, punter, safety, D-line. They had, I believe, 14 draft picks this year. I don't know if all of them are making the team or if all of them are studs. Or You know, it's a lot of rounds three through seven that they pick these guys, but there's going to be a ton of new faces on the Rams. Um, I'm skeptical about the Rams. I'm I'm very, I don't I don't believe in the Rams really. Um, I just, uh, I think the Matt Stafford injury scares me too much. Uh, the type of injury he had in his back. I know it's repaired and everything, but some of the things I hear of people who had similar injuries or anybody who listens to the Pat McAfee show, they have a lineman on their AQ simply who played for the Buccaneers whose career was cut short because of the same injury. Matt Stafford's going to play through it. He's always been a tough guy. And I don't know that he necessarily will feel pain out there. But I believe any hit could send Matt done for the season. Um, I don't like to predict injuries, but that's that. Also, last year, I pointed this out with the Cardinals, but last season, they were 5-12. and 12. When Matt Stafford was their leading passer, they were 3-6. and six. So it wasn't like Matt Stafford, like, obviously, they're 2-6 and six without Stafford, but they were 3-6. and six with him so like baker mayfield really played well in that sense um but i believe this team had a magical year to win this and then like all the cap stuff and players leaving it's starting to catch up with them jalen ramsey and bobby wagner leaving are huge because we used to say it's jalen ramsey aaron Donald, a bunch of guys then bobby came it didn't work out even though he still produced good numbers um you have aaron Donald, so the defense isn't awful but um You could say Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. Maybe they have a magical record-breaking year again. I just, in this division, I think this team is third best. Maybe Joel would change that. Um, Matt Stafford can't move very well. I still think this is a bad offensive line. Ever since Andrew Whitworth left, this offensive line has been kind of in shambles. I like the Cam Akers. Uh, He kind of really came back. He had fumbling issues, but he's a decent running back. But I just believe this team can now commit every resource to Cooper Cup and feel comfortable about getting to the 20-point mark against this defense. So um, I'll also, Sean talks of him potentially leaving for a uh, a broadcasting job. I know he said he's committed to coaching and he's back. But if things start to go bad, how much do Stafford and Givé really start to think about like, hey, this is this is just it. Um, Cooper Cup, love what he does, but this is the second time he's hurt his knee now in his career. And uh, it's just tough to be an optimistic person for me about this team. I, I just think they're going to be – they're going to have some spots where Rams killed that team. But then they're, I think they're just going to have more where it's like, how did they get beat by 14 against so-and-so?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's all fair. It's all fair. Um The thing is, before we get into the schedule prediction, I I just think you almost have to state it now. Do you think this is an injured team or you think this is a healthy team?
1: I think it's an injured team.
0: Okay. I I agree. Um, And I'm going to make my predictions based off of just injuries. And we don't predict injuries, but, you know, Nick Wright says something all the time. He says, so if you were to have a trip to go across country, okay, And he says it's about the Clippers, but I'm going to use it for the Rams right now. So if you were planning a trip to go across country, okay, and you had a car that consistently broke down and you took it across country and it broke down, would you say that was expected or unexpected?
2: Expected. It's expected. You
0: you, You knew this was going to happen. You just did it anyway. Okay. If you bought a brand new car at the dealership and you were going to go across country and it broke down, you'd be like, what the hell? This is so unexpected. We were not planning for this. Obviously, you weren't planning for it. It was a brand-new car. You expected this to work. You cannot anticipate this Rams team to just be fully healthy. And if also, that's where you're at, then...
1: Also, it's, it's again, it just seems like a Rams team where you're like, Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup have to ball out every every game. week. Aaron Donald has to be the defensive player of the year for them to make the playoffs. Like, they just, they're going to have to have three or four guys that we don't really know have tremendously like over their expectation seasons and I just I don't know if they can do it. They also I'm looking at for the first time their first nine games to their bye week. They have one of the toughest opening schedules here, I think, in the league.
0: Yeah, this was a team coming off the Super Bowl that we were super high on. Unfortunately they've uh they've become the injured team that Every year, we just expect them to be injured again. So, let's go ahead and uh, let's let's take it away. Don't give your over and under till after. You got it.
1: Okay, so here's where we start. Um, at Seattle, four twenty-five. At the at the Seahawks. Bobby Wagner versus his former. Yeah, team, but
0: but here's the thing. This is a week one matchup. Uh divisional win. The Rams don't know they're injured yet. I like the Seahawks, but not in this spot. Give me the Rams with a big road win week one. Seahawks
1: win. Okay. Um, week two, they go back home, host the 49ers.
0: Yeah, they have struggled to beat the 49ers. Uh, I don't see that
2: changing. Give me the Niners here.
1: Then they have a Monday nighter
2: at the Bengals. Uh,
0: that's a fun game, Super Bowl rematch, right? Yeah, Super Bowl rematch. Uh, but it's at the Bengals. Bengals are going to be rowdy. They're going to want this one, uh, Bengals.
1: On a short week at Cincinnati, they probably stay out on the East Coast. They play the the Indianapolis Colts
0: on a I totally short think week. This, totally think this is a winnable game. I think the Colts are uh, one of those conversational teams that that need a lot of work before we can start contending. I think the Rams are better today, especially in week 4.
1: Then they go back home and host the Eagles.
0: Yeah, at home, um it's a great spot for them. Unfortunately, the Eagles are better. So, uh, I like the Eagles there.
1: Week 6, they this is a the start of a three-game homestand for the Rams. So, oh, wow. they they lose to the Eagles, then they host the Cardinals. We that's had that
0: as a win. Yep, they're at three and three. They're for me they're, the
1: Rams first feeling all right. For me, that's the Rams first win.
0: I think you're being I think you're being tough on them. They're beating the Colts, man. I, I they're, just they're they're beating the Colts.
1: I, that's the thing though. Like if it was in a vacuum and you just went up and you're like, dude, if the Rams and Colts play today, who wins? I'm not gonna tell you you're you wrong for playing Rams. And the Rams could still win this game. But you play the 49ers, which is a team that physically will beat you up. You travel out to the Bengals and then on a short week after. I just think that's a tough ask on a back-to-back road spot. I think the Colts got best-case scenario to see the Rams. Um, It's a situational thing. Um, So I have them at one and five. You have them at three and three. Yep. Yep. Okay. Three and three. Then they host the Steelers October twenty-second.
0: Yeah, at home against the Steelers. Steelers are still trying to trend up. I don't think the Rams are fully injured yet. I like the Rams in this spot four and three.
1: One and six. Then they are at the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Getting later in the year, they're seeing a better football team. I like the Cowboys four and four.
1: And then back to back road spot, they're at the Green Bay Packers after that.
2: That's an interesting game. Packers feel like the
0: play, but if Stafford's the quarterback going into Green Bay, um, he's got some history there. Give me, give me the Rams, but I don't think too many more wins after this. I got them matching their win total from last year.
1: So that's funny. I have them at two and seven, two and seven going into the bye, which might be harsh. It is what it is. Their bye week is week ten, right in the middle. I think they have a much more favorable schedule after the bye week. So you said you don't see many more wins. I think you will. So they come out of the bye week, and now they host Seattle.
0: They're losing to Seattle. At this point, okay, Seattle so. is humming.
1: i splitting with Seattle just in a different way. Sean yep. McVay off of a bye at home against the Seahawks. I like the Rams there. Then November 26th, the next week they're at the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, they're getting another win here, so they, they got six wins now. Don't
1: you? Now they host the Browns.
2: I just think the Rams are beat up at this point. The Rams so are as bad as everybody
0: says. Here. Yeah, yeah, the Browns Against feel like they're winning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then they're at Baltimore. Baltimore. Then they host the Commanders. They're beating the Commanders. I think they can do that too. Then they back to back home games here after commanders, they play the Saints Thursday night football, short week, but they get to stay at home. Saints go out to l a Saints. Then you have at the New York Gi- Giants.
0: Giants first. Uh, Giants regress. Rams are beat up at this point, but I think they're potentially better. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Rams.
1: And then they finish up at the San Francisco 49ers after that.
0: Yeah, they're losing. So I got them at eight and nine, which feels like a... Go ahead.
1: I am at six and eleven.
0: Yeah, I, I like them at eight and nine. That honestly feels like a good record. Seven and ten,
2: eight and nine. That feels I feel like I hit that on the head.
1: Well they're over under seven and a half. <laughs>
0: I hit it on the head, dude. I hit it
1: on the head. And you uh, took the, so, which means you took the you're going to take the over for them, at eight or under at seven. Uh, you come out one way or the other. I I would I would
0: bet the under because I think it's more likely they're hurt than they're healthy. I almost I said I was gonna I was gonna predict them to be hurt, but I almost was picking like they were healthy. Um, that'll come back to bite me.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I had them at six and eleven. And I think somewhere in there, I was just like, "I'll give them another win if they're healthy. But I really think this is a five and twelve or six and eleven team. i I think their ceiling is seven and ten. Um again, I just think yeah, i don't I don't like this roster. I don't like their health. The whole line is not good. I, I think that's a big problem.
0: Uh, in my opinion, elite football coaches don't get run out the building in this league. They're going to win games. Games they yeah, shouldn't win. Yeah, five win. of them last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. does that count for anything? He won with Baker yeah, Mayfield uh, when Baker Mayfield wasn't even in the building.
1: I think, why is it better than Baker the way he's played the last two years after the Super Bowl? He's played one year at the Super. Bowl. Or the last year after the Super Bowl. I mean, he was even he was the Super Bowl. Even the Super Bowl run, there was like a healthy stretch during the middle of that year where Matt Stafford was like causing them losses.
0: I don't know. I just think Stafford's. He's worth two or three touchdowns on a Sunday. I think.
1: I I just think the loss of Jalen Ramsey is going to be a lot. No, I agree. For them to. I think, I think that's just as big. This team on defense is losing Bobby Wagner, who probably I don't have in front of him, probably had 100 tackles last year. It's Bobby Wagner. And Jalen Ramsey, who nobody has outside the top five corners in the league, most wouldn't have him outside the top three. I think he's top two, and I don't think he's number one. He's number two. I have a number two, but still. Yeah, Sauce number a- one? No, I have Patrick Sertan as number one one I think it's Pat Sertan, Jalen Ramsey, Sauce Garner. I really like Tariq Woolen. Um there's some other guys I don't want to I don't want to leave them out I'm trying to think off the top of my head so I'm not gonna commit yeah. to that list but I think sauce Pat Sertan and Jalen Ramsey are the top three. You ready? Yeah by the way uh, if you guys do want to know Cardinals plus 2,400. Rams are plus 1,000. So to win 100 on Sean McVay and Matt Stafford getting it done, that seems like a pretty good value bet. If you just want to try yeah, not-
0: and that's the thing. If you think that the Rams are going to stay healthy, that's a massive value bet because this team could win the division. If the Niners can't get their quarterback situation right, if the Seahawks take a step back and the Rams are healthy, I think this team could win the division. I just – those things feel unlikely to me. All right, you ready? Yeah. Seattle Seahawks. Their 2022 campaign, they were nine and eight, uh, four and two in division, they were number seven seed in the playoffs. They lost to the 49ers in the wild card to make them 0 3 against the Niners last year. In the offseason, they did sign, re-sign Geno Smith to a three year deal. I think he got a hundred ish million. Okay. Um so now they go out and they get defensive tackle Jaron Reed. Linebacker Devin Bush. They re-got linebacker Bobby Wagner, which feels weird that he ever left. Uh, and I'll circle back to this. Their drops. Um, defensive end Shelby Harris, who they brought over in the Broncos trade. They lose him. Uh, defensive end Quentin Jefferson, gone. Cornerback Ryan Neal, gone. So the news and notes I have for this team or is the reason I wanted to circle back. This team had a massive 2022 draft they drafted multiple players that played day one for them and basically played the whole year some made pro bowls i think that this team had a great top end draft i think there's three dudes that that play right away wide receiver jackson smith the Jigwa, arguably the best wide receiver in the draft fell in this draft people didn't value receivers or maybe they thought it was a weak receiver draft he falls to this team who was already loaded at wide receiver they got center Olu Omotumi. He won the Rimington Award last year for Michigan. Was a top tier. Uh, he was the best center in the country. Best offensive lineman in the country. Uh, tr- just a tremendous player. Has an opportunity to start right away. And then running back Zach Charbonnet. Freshman year. Goes to Michigan. Scores the freshman record for rushing touchdowns. Gets homesick. Goes back to UCLA. And balls out for them under Chip Kelly. Leaves early for the draft. This is a good player. This is a NFL-ready running back. I think that they have a potential to literally follow up 2022 with this 2023 team. Um, they added a big receiver. It's already watered wide receiver room. Uh, another news and note, Jamal Adams, after trading for him, has been up and down, but last year he played one game. So uh, anything else on the Seahawks?
1: Take it away. No, I, th- I think – so the Seahawks had that. I mean, they started the season and we just shit on them in the preseason. We had, like, remember, we had them in the, at least I did. I had them in the Giants being awful. It's getting chirped at from Kyle. Shout out. And uh, they just, every, every single week, as much as I was high in the Eagles, I was just kind of eating it from the Seahawks. And it's like, hey, they're just better than I thought. And then I know they made the playoffs. But the Seahawks finished the season 3-5. and And their three wins were Rams-Rams-Jets. And this is not Jets with Aaron Rodgers. And two of those three were at home. They sneaked into the playoffs and then got beat in the first round. Which is, real quick, it's funny that one
0: of their wins was against the Jets. Because the Jets lost, I think, their last seven games. Or six of their last seven. They were horrendous in the second half of the year. So the fact they beat the Jets is like... It's horrible win.
1: Yeah, exactly. And two times against the Rams, no Matt Stafford. It was Baker. One was at home. So, But then they hit this lull, and it's the offseason. And like Jeff pointed out, they slaughtered the draft. Easily one of the three best drafts of the entire night. They crushed the first round. They got Tariq Woolen, in Pro Bowl corner last year. And now this offseason, they had Devin Quandre Diggs. I think you might even see uh, Jamal Adams play like maybe already did, but way more linebacker. Their rush defense was 30th in the NFL, and they essentially add Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner this year. You pointed out Jamal only played one game last year. So I think this defense, even if they they were 14th against the pass, 30th against the rush, let's say that goes to 10 and 15, 10th against the pass, 15th against the rush. That turns this offense. And an offense in which they have, without a doubt, the best three in the league, and their are number one. Who is it? Could be anyone any given week.
3: Yeah. DK
1: Metcalf. And these are all three guys that I believe can take a three-yard pass 70 yards to the, to the end zone. Kenneth Walker didn't even really play much at the beginning of the year. Then he ends with 1,050 yards and nine touchdowns. Really came on late. Zach Charbonnet, I mean I – mean, wise the running back position is going to be tough I think for the Seahawks because Charbonnet probably will snatch up some touchdowns from Kenneth Walker but I mean this team goes as Gino goes I mean it's it's all there. defensive head coach got enough pieces to be doable on defense the veteran leadership there mixed with young studs and this offense Noah Fant will Disley's come around a little bit decent O line quarterback can move been around you know it was cool when it was going, they wrote me off. I didn't write back. It's going sweet. We crushed Russ week one, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hey, man, then the team started kind of figure you out. Like, let's see if they can turn this thing back around. But on paper, I like the Seahawks. I think the NFC West, to me, is cut into two, two series, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals. Not that they're all just as good or as bad, but I think, for me, this division going into it, I thought it would be really hard to get me off of a clear structure and prediction of one, two, three, four, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. We'll see when the schedule. Cause again, I like to keep it and wait to look at it till, till we do our predictions here on the breakdown, kind of surprises both and go through it. But um, last season, the Seahawks were nine and eight. I don't see them doing worse than that this year. I don't know how much better, but I don't see him losing. I, mean, I don't see him going below 500 with this roster.
2: Yeah, take it away. Let me get the
1: schedule up. And and here. Now, we already talked about this one. Week one, they open up at the, or hosting the Rams. Yeah, I have them split with the Rams.
0: That that just feels like a loss week one to a healthy Rams team.
1: Okay. So I have them at one win, but again, we'll split with the Rams later. So one, uh, then week two at the Detroit Lions.
0: Week two, last year, is either week two or week three. It was in the first five games of the year.
3: Anger. They went
0: to Detroit and it was one of the games of the year. Anger. Similar, but they win again.
1: Yeah, the Seahawks adding a second good corner and Detroit being down Jamison Williams the first six games, they would have liked to seen the Seahawks later in the year. Um, but as we will find out later in the podcast, Really big on the Detroit Lions. Uh, they're going to win. Week three, they host the Panthers.
0: Oh, they're a million times better than the Panthers.
1: I like the Panthers. And then week four, Monday night, Seahawks at the Giants.
0: Ooh, that's a fun you game. Have, Give me the Seahawks, though.
1: You have them 4-0. No?
0: I have them 3-1. I am losing to the Rams.
1: Oh, that's that's right. And I have them losing to the Lions. So we both have them three and one. Here's where it kind of sucks for the Seahawks. Bye week, week five. Right now. Yeah, it's not that's not good.
2: Already bye week week five.
1: There are some teams on so I will say they have a man, they got a five game stretch that's tough late in the year. Here we go, we'll get to it. Come out of the bye week at the Bengals. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and the boys go up against those young corners.
0: Yeah, I think this is a super fun – when's that game played? Do you have that in front of you? One o'clock, October 15th. Wow. So, West Coast teams going to East Coast teams. We don't have Russell Wilson anymore. I know they're coming off a bye. Bengals are better. This feels like a loss to me.
1: It's tough because the Bengals lost so much in their secondary – and they made up for it on O-line and their position groups on offense and Joe Burrow, and this team's going to be elite offensively. But the Seahawks oddly match up Pete Carroll off of a bye. I think this is crazy, but I think this is a Seahawks win. Okay. Bengals are a better team. Again, out of, out of a vacuum. Then we're going to go. They host the Cardinals.
0: They host the Cardinals. Cardinals destroy them.
1: Shoot, Seahawks, Se- Seahawks by a lot. Then they host the Browns. Kind of
0: like them. Yeah, more. Browns going to the West. I like the, I like the Seahawks here. Five wins, five and two. They feel good about themselves.
1: At the Ravens, that running game, Lamar Jackson versus a front seven that's better but not elite. Geno versus Here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing, though. John- I like the Ravens. Like very excited to talk about the Ravens. The Ravens are not going to be a pass team. They're still going to be a run team, despite what everybody thinks this team's going to do. Seahawks are great against the run. Seahawks
1: on the road, big road dub. That's the thing. Seahawks last year were 30th against the run. Now they've got Bobby Wagner, but like, even if he cuts it, I like the Ravens here. I'm going to give the Seahawks a loss. This is fun. They host the Commanders dub.
0: They're They're beating the Commanders. I am seven and two. That's wild.
1: Okay. So, here was the five, and you could make it seven. Their last nine games have a five-game brutal stretch. I think you could extend it to nine, depending on how you feel about just putting your trust in Vrabel. I know we both are really down on the Titans. But here we go. They're at the Los Angeles Rams. We have them splitting, this, this, so I'm giving them a This loss time here. I
0: have them winning,
1: yep. Okay. Then Thursday night football host the 49ers. Niners win. Yes. Then, the following week, they play Thursday night again. So, I'm assuming one of these are Thanksgiving. But the next week, Thursday, at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Then the following Sunday, at the 49ers. Niners
0: again. Just like that. They've lost three in inter- a row. They're down on themselves.
1: Then, then they host the eagles
0: eagles come into so that, town so They beat them five
1: games at rams home with the 49ers at cowboys at 49ers home against the eagles that's yeah. a tough fight um, i have them losing all five of those actually but i still have i have seven wins with three games left for them
0: uh, yeah i think then, i had them going one and four
1: then they're at the tennessee titans
0: I I think they can beat the Titans.
1: Then they, December 31st, they host the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Yeah. I mean, this feels like a a very, this is a coin flip game, but I like the Seahawks at home. I feel
1: like that's a, I feel like this game, December 31st at Seattle is going to have big playoff implications for both teams. Like there's a must win game for both teams. And then, they finish at the Arizona or at the Arizona Cardinals
0: real quick, just cause you're a Steeler fan. We'll talk. I just, I feel like this is a Kenny pick. It's never played at CenturyLink before. Like that's what this feels like to me.
1: Seahawks. win. Yeah, he's never played there. And also he's probably going to be going up against the best set of corners potentially on if Devin Witherspoon is who we think he is. And Tariq Woolen's the guy that we know he is. That's going to be tough. Um, The defensive matchup against Geno Smith last year, the game went into overtime. Um, I think we played him last year when TJ Watt had the uh, strip sack against Geno to win the game.
3: Yeah.
1: It was a close game last year. Both teams, I feel like improved a little bit. It should be a really, really good game Uh, as a Homer pick. I'm going to give it to the Steelers late in the game. Got to have it,
3: but you're right.
1: This totally losable game Um, at the Cardinals. i have them winning. So I have them going nine and eight again. I have them going back to back. Nine and eight seasons.
0: I have them at eleven and six. Ooh. I think I'm. I was being nice. I think I'm being nice, but at the same time, it feels right.
1: If, if I nine, if I had to change it, I would go higher, like nine or ten wins. I don't. I think yeah. eight is their floor, and that's what I gave them.
0: I almost feel like I gave them their ceiling at eleven.
1: So we have them from eight to eleven wins. Um, what do you 11, think?
0: Geno Smith literally as a resurgence. Then they could get twelve wins.
1: That that's that's another reason. Like, and maybe this is a kind minor spoiler for a future pod that you guys may listen to from us. But, um, I have Kenny Pickett above Geno Smith in my predictive quarterback rankings. Um, not that I have Kenny Pickett as the eighth best quarterback, but I think. Gino had a great nine-game stretch, and then at the end of the year, really couldn't get much going. As to where Kenny finished last year in the in the opposite direction. Um, also, I mean, we'll get to the AFC North. That'll be way later because that AFC North and East spoiler will be the last two divisions because they're both real our two favorite teams. So um, eight and nine, eleven and six. What do you think the over/under is?
2: Nine and five. It is eight and a half.
1: Is there over under. So you would really like the over here, I think. man Maybe when nine nine,
0: eight, nine and a half felt like the right play. You said it's eight and a half.
1: Yes. Nine and nine and eight um wins this uh
0: Eight and a half is sub-500. I don't know how you see this team at sub-500. That's tough. Oh,
1: hold on. I, I wrote it down wrong. I have nine tallies. I, I wrote it down wrong. I have them at nine and eight, not eight and nine.
0: Yeah, but what does Vegas have them at? Eight and a half, right?
1: Right. So I have the over as well. Like, you have them at 11 wins. I have them at nine. I said I had them at their floor, but the way I graded them.
0: Yeah.
1: Wrong on accident. I have them at... Um, nine and eight one Just thing 100. that
0: i feel like i'm doing and i'm not trying to do this the team that i'm predicting i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and giving them wins does that make sense yeah so like today i gave the seahawks a win over the ravens but i could it, 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 here in six weeks i'd be like yeah ravens smash him <laughs> you know what i mean and
1: that but that's the it's it's fun yeah all right Niners you ready nope um just one last thing the Seahawks to win the division are plus 200 I think that's a terrible bet that's not enough payout for I just I don't know I don't like that
0: yeah I mean you're not um here's the thing if you're guaranteeing Seahawks yeah throw some cash down make some money but I mean, it's the, the, the odds there are not really in your favor.
3: Mm-mm.
0: All right, Seattle, not Seattle, San Francisco. The 49ers in 2022 with 13 and four, uh, divisional record of six and oh, winners of 10 in a row to end the season. Uh, they go in the playoffs and they beat Seattle, divisional foe. They go and they play Dallas and they beat Dallas at home. And then they lost in the NFC title game against Philadelphia in which they were on their, I don't even know, fourth-string quarterback.
2: No, think-
0: yeah, it, it's, it's, it was bad. Uh, this team started the year with Trey Lance. He gets hurt. They moved to Jimmy Garoppolo. He plays for a long time, plays well, gets hurt. Brock Purdy comes in, goes undefeated, gets hurt in the playoff game. Josh Johnson comes in, throws, I think, 17 passes. He gets hurt, and they have to run the rest of the game with Christian McCaffrey, at quarterback, until Brock Purdy comes in just to simply hand the ball off. Very sad ending to what was a very promising and dominant season, honestly. With that said, here's what they added. Wide receiver Willie Sneed quarterback Sam Darnold. They need more quarterbacks obviously. Uh defensive end Colin Farrell out of Clemson. He comes over from Vegas. Highly drafted player, unsuccessful in Vegas. Interesting to see how he does here cuz this team is uh they bring pass rushers in. They just they just dog teams. Uh Austin Bryant comes over from Detroit. Their biggest splash. Javon Hargrave from Philadelphia defensive line acquisition. That's a massive bring in. And then I had to say this kicker Jake Moody in the draft out of Michigan. Best kicker in the draft dog. Absolute beast.
1: Clutch hey. kicker. They also got Ronnie Bell.
0: They did also bring in Ronnie Bell. Not nothing against Ronnie Bell. I love Ronnie Bell, but I, I just didn't think he's a contributor that Jake Moody will be this year. But yes, they brought in Ronnie oh, Bell. Yeah, as well. I'm just a Michigan guy. I just figured
1: I'd throw it out. There. <laughs> yeah.
0: As far as drops uh quarterback jimmy grapple finally out of the building not just saying they're gonna get rid of him they finally moved on from him he signs with the raiders uh cornerback jason barrett gone wide receiver jordan matthews gone safety jimmy ward gone um, what i believe to be a Hall fan kicker robbie gold out of the building he's gone offensive tackle mike mcclitchey gone uh solid offensive tackle by the way Quarterback death as of today, and I felt like this would be a fun topic to discuss. Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold. Agree, disagree? There. First off, to, before we even get into that, anything to add for ads and, and drops?
1: Um, did you say EJ Mosley?
0: I did not.
1: So you, so EJ Mosley and Jimmy Ward are gone from their second. Year. Yeah. They try and compensate with Javon Hargrave, but that's that's all I had to to add was um they lost a safety and a corner who are both really good
0: yeah so going into this season their QB depth chart in my opinion Brock Purdy Trey Lance Sam Darnold do you agree or disagree with that
1: I disagree I think Sam Darnold's the second string I've I've told everyone who wants to ask if Brock Purdy cannot play week one Sam Darnold will start
2: is that crazy
1: No, he was overdrafted. Trey Lance. I mean, it's just like I kind of had a conversation with a guy on Facebook. And um, I will say one thing. We've said it multiple times here today. This is a prediction-based podcast. Um, Sports at the end of the day are trivial. So the thing that you are really competing for is to be like, hey, man, told you. So I don't really know where people want to get into an argument. Like, oh, well, he could do, he could be good or bad. We'll just have to see. It's like, how fun is it to just like not, you know, come out with a stance. So I'm coming out with my stance. I don't think Trey Lance is good. Well, he was good in college. Yeah. Against like guys who decided to not play basketball in college or like he wasn't in top tier college football. And then he comes to the NFL, gets overdrafted, I think. And it's like, oh, he has accuracy issues, but he's an elite athlete. Well then, and now it's like, hey, guys, I don't think he's the athlete we thought he was or this or that. And you watch the way the team talked about Trey Lance, and it was like, you know, George Kittle gets online, and it was like, yeah, man, he makes some throws that, you know, you don't really see from a lot of guys and stuff. And he's, and then Brock Purdy's there, and George Kittle can't even sit down. He's like, we got our leader. And Trey Lance doesn't seem like the leader in the locker room, nor does he have, like, just the skill. And you look at Brock Purdy, and he reminds me of a guy in a different way. You know, you take Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers or, like, most Tom Brady, most of the guys who, like, they took, like, schools that weren't dominated with talent and made them better than what they were supposed to be. For the past, like, four or five years, it's like, Iowa State's awful, but they got Brock Purdy, so they got a shot. And it wasn't like Iowa State was ever dominant, but, like, you had to respect Brock Purdy. And he got in the NFL, and whatever the system is, wherever it's at, he was undefeated with this 49ers team. And we've always said, you give him confident quarterback play, it can make some throws. And Brock Purdy made some throws. He didn't just do some simple stuff. This is Brock Purdy's team. We know that. But if Trey Lance has had a full year of recovery and is healthy, you get rid of Jimmy G., I think they hope Trey Lance balls out in the preseason so they can get a fifth round pick for him. I do not think he plays for the 49ers. And I also think it hurts him that Kyle Shanahan, I don't think, ever, ever wanted it. I think Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones, as all the reports say. So I am not going back to maybe this, uh, the Facebook stuff, but I am not actively rooting against Trey Lance. And if people show me Flash in the Pan, I'll still say, you know, jury's still out. I think he could be good, but he's not. Trey Lance at no point ever has shown me anything that gives me faith to believe that he's going to be a good player in the NFL. Sam Darnold has shown me a few things, and he was in a train wreck with the head coaches at the Panthers, and I've seen Sam Darnold have some games where it's like, that's the guy that was drafted third or second overall for a reason, third overall whenever he went. So it's just like him with – I think that Sam Darnold, if he's given the first month of the season with Kyle Shanahan after an offseason, it might even be hard to put Purdy back in. I think Sam Darnold could have a Geno Smith-type resurgence early this year. And for whatever that's worth, uh, I'm looking at ESPN and Trey Lance's third on the depth chart as well.
0: That's crazy. It's crazy. This team yeah. does have... Uh... A damn near Pro Bowl team, though. RB one, CMC wide receiver one, Debo Samuel wide receiver two, Brandon Ayuk tight end one, George Kittle. I mean, not to mention Kyle check at fullback, probably the best full not probably the best fullback slash utility player in the league. Yeah, um, this is this is a great team.
1: Yeah, all and fame we, left tackle. We, teams. we just we say it every year. It is. It. We think the Falcons might win 11 games, and we call them the poor man's 49ers. Yeah. And and we talk about Christian McCaffrey, running back, receiver, quarterback. Debo, running back, wide receiver. George Kittle, fullback, tight end, receiver. Kyle Juszczyk, fullback, running back, wide receiver. Like, they all play everything. And Brandon I had a little outseason last year. Have you heard –
0: a timetable for Brock Purdy.
1: Some people have said maybe week one, but I I think it's going to be – I think they're looking at October. I think it's like game four or five. You look at game four, uh, middle of a three-game homestand, host the Cardinals. I think that could be a good spot.
2: Yeah, it looks like – Len Shanahan and Purdy are all optimistic
0: he could be ready for week one.
1: Yeah. Wow. And I will tell yeah. you, if Brock Purdy is ready for week one, I don't think they take Trey Lance on their roster into the season. I think it'll be Brock and Sam. I think they just move him. I do. I think the, I think that – I think Trey Lance is – reps with the uh, – I think Sam Darnold will get reps with the first team. Trey Lance, maybe. I, I don't even know how they do it. I just feel like I have to think that they're hoping Trey Lance does well in the preseason so that he has a trade market again because it's almost disappeared.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was able to win a bunch of games and didn't have any market. Um, trying to think of other quarterbacks. There's so many quarterbacks that just haven't had a market.
1: Yeah. Who was one that
0: just recently changed teams that didn't have a market? Baker,
1: obviously, they, but that doesn't count. Taylor Heineke went to the Falcons. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think a quarterback should move me. I don't think people are Bro. out there just, like, fighting for Taylor Heineke.
0: I mean, Daniel Jones literally
2: hit the open market, and nothing. 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 Yeah, um, okay. Well,
0: let's take away the schedule. All right, pull it up here. This is, this is going to be uh, going to get repetitive.
1: Okay, well, I will say that week one, with if it's not Brock Purdy, new quarterback week one, but they are at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would say if you want the 49ers, you want them earlier, when, if Brock Purdy's not playing, I think – Brock, these are best tough one tough one for for the Steelers here week one
0: yeah Steelers um to their credit their winning percentage shoots through the moon when T.J. Watt is on the field and you would imagine he would be on the field week one um this is a, a, a much improved Steelers team and I'm excited to talk about the Steelers with you but this is the this is the 49ers Niners win
1: I also think, not that that matters to the win, but I think this is is the first six years that the Steelers will be at home week one. Really? Yeah, it's been, like, a long time. I think it's been a long time. Um, Gosh.
0: First off, I absolutely love this week one matchup.
1: Yeah, also, Mike McGlinchey's gone at right tackle, and that's where TJ Watts at. Yeah. Uh, just, shout
0: out Dave. Shout out Dave Hazleton. listens to the pod every week. Big Steeler fan. He has been uh, anybody that'll listen, he hasn't shut up. He says Steelers are winning week one, beating the Niners.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. So here's what I'm gonna do. Steelers are winning week one. But it's <laughs> but it's hard for me to explain without having broken down the team because I don't think people realize like how much improved this Steelers are. And like you said, when TJ's on the field, they win like seventy-seven percent of their games. Um, fucking, I'll be a homer, dude. I'll be a homer.
0: You're allowed. You're allowed.
1: My pocket. Hey, guys, Steelers 17-0. What are we even talking about? All right. So, uh, I have them 0-1. And then they're at the Rams. Win. Three-game
2: homestand. Giants. Win. Cardinals. Slaughter. That's a Thursday nighter, by the way. No, oh, no, so I'm the sorry.
1: Cardinals- it's the Giants. It's the Giants night, sorry. Giants yeah. was Thursday night. Then long they get a long week into the Cardinals. Yeah. And then they host the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. Sunday Ooh. Sunday night. Ooh. Week five Sunday night cowboys Niners. Night-
0: this is a this is the Cowboys upset. Week five, Cowboys
1: get them. I like the Niners here, but either way, we've got them both four and one through the first five games. Then they have two road games back-to-back. The uh, Cleveland Browns. Win. Like it. Then the Minnesota Vikings at Minnesota, but it's Monday night, and you know what that means. Kirk, Kirk under the lights. Niners. Niners. Then Sunday, 425, they host the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: That's a great game. Give me the
1: Bengals, though. I like the I'll put it up. Yeah, I like the Bengals here. Then they go into their bye week. Great spot for their bye. Week nine, right in the middle. Come out of the bye at the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Ooh, great game. Coming out of the bye, I'll give them the win. But Jacksonville's sneaky here.
1: Jacksonville th- is
0: sneaky here.
1: I know that the 49ers have that great front seven. But looking at Trevor Lawrence and the receiving core he's got, I think Trevor Lawrence has a big day against the 49ers. The Jags at home. Why am I giving them a win if I said they're going to lose? It's weird. All right. Then they host the Buccaneers. Oh, Beat, beating the Bucs. Then Thursday night. At the Seattle Seahawks.
0: I had them sweeping the Seahawks. That doesn't change.
1: Same. Followed up with another road game. December 3rd. At the Philadelphia Eagles. NFC Championship game rematch. Brock. Javon Hargrave comes to his old team.
0: Dude, I'm sorry. This screams Niners to me.
1: Niners upset. Eagles win. Sunday. December 10th. They host the Seahawks. We said they sweep. Yep. Then they're at the Cardinals. Dub.
0: <laughs> Sweeping.
1: Then Monday night, Christmas Day. Monday night, they host the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Fantastic game. Super Bowl rematch from several years ago. Christmas Harbor brothers. Yeah. They host the Ravens? I like the Knights.
1: Yeah, and like we said, Ravens like to run. This 49ers front seven is busted.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Niners, Niners are the play here, but
1: this is a great game. Love that. At the Commanders. Win. And then they finish it off hosting the Rams.
0: That's
3: so
1: a- here's here's
0: the thing. They're currently 14-2. and two. I would imagine this is enough to Me, lock but- this up. They could throw this last game. I'll give Sam Darnold in a backup role the W. 15-2 and two I have this team. Filth. Pure filth.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Last week, I told you that when we were going through, I absolutely loved taking the under on the Panthers. Might feel stronger about this one. The 49ers over under.
0: Don't tell me. The way that you, on just what you presented, think presented about that. The way you just presented that. I think it's this, but based off what you're saying, it's not nine and a half, is it? Okay. Is it ten and a half?
1: It is. But like I have them at 13 and four. Like, you're telling me I can. this team can lose six games and I can still hit the over? <laughs> Tell me this team can lose
2: six games and I'll hit the over. Let me ask you this you just basically
0: shit on Trey Lance. If Trey Lance is a starting quarterback, would you still bet the
2: over?
1: Like, he's starting all 16 games? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's it, probably their worst quarterback. I mean, to, to some degree, I'm still holding a little bit of a reserve on even Brock. Yeah, because Why? like, Why? Well, it, it's just a little bit because, because, like, if you were to say take the quarterback off every team. I don't even know if it, like I don't even know if it's close that the that the 49ers would be the best. I mean there's a couple teams like top to bottom with their roster but like Bro- mm. Brock's fantastic and uh, we we celebrated mm. Brock. I still think he's good. I just sometimes I wonder and I'm like if Brock played for the Saints would we be talking about him the same way? Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, this. Yeah, I think so. I think I would. Like I said, I love the 49ers. I just... They lost in a game to... I don't know. You could say Monsoon. They lost to the Bears last year. With Trey Lance. Yeah. With Trey Lance. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, like...
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, man.
2: Actually... Let's see.
1: You want to go through it with Trey Lance real quick? Go through the schedule of Trey Lance as the quarterback? Let's do it. Why not? At the Steelers. Loss. It's a loss. Yeah. Yeah. At the Rams. Still think that's a win. No,
0: I don't. Week two. No, I'll, Trey Lance, I'll give it to the Rams here.
1: Thursday night, host the Giants.
0: Yeah, they're back on track. They started 0-2. They're pissed. They
3: win. They
1: host the Cardinals. They win again. They win again. They lose to Dallas. They're losing to Dallas, yep. At Cleveland, you have Miles Garrett and Z'Darrius Smith off the edge.
0: Yeah. We- but, weaker right but tackle,
1: them, but they're left but tackles. Them.
0: Browns can't run against them. I'll take the Niners here.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's you're fair. At at Minnesota, I don't think they're going to be very good this not, year. I
0: don't not not in a night game. I'll still take the Niners.
1: And we're gonna. Oh wait, I gotta put these Browns Vikings. I forgot the tally. Uh, we still have them losing to the Bengals.
0: Yeah, Bengals are beating them.
1: Yep. By week. They come out. They lose at Jacksonville. Then.
2: Not off a bye. They're still getting the dub. Still going to have them losing it.
1: They're going to beat Tampa at home. Yep. Thursday night at Seattle, Trey Lance. That's a loss. Yeah, I think that's a loss. Yeah. At the Eagles.
2: Loss. Post the Seahawks.
0: Seahawks, they'll take the W there home.
2: Yeah, they'll split with them. At the Cardinals.
1: Dub. Win. Chris, uh, Monday night against the Ravens. Oh,
0: uh, gosh. Tough game.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, Marlon Humphreys, Kyle Hamilton
0: on the back end. It, no, those those won't matter. It'll be a running those game. Those two I'll middle linebackers, Roquan
1: there. Smith and Patrick Queen. Yeah, I'll take the Niners. With Trey Lance, I'm taking... Taking the Ravens there, I do think they win at Washington and they win hosting Rams though. So I literally have them at eleven and six. I have them at ten and seven, which would be the under. (laughs) Goodness, but I do think Trey Lance looks like to me it's a it's a three win swing, like taking Sam and Brock, yeah, and then moving to Trey. I still think that's a three win swing. By the way, this defense was second in the league against the run. I had a few uh, – just a couple stats about that. Um, I had a Javon Hargrave. So they have Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, those four guys in their front seven. So, they were second rushing. They allowed 1,321 yards. That's second best. Third best was 1,566 245 more yards allowed, almost a whole two games of rushing. So, the team that was in first, we'll get to them in the breakdown, but the 49ers and insert other ahead. Also, rushing first downs. The second best team against the run allowed 90 first downs running the ball last year, the 49ers allowed 77. so 13 ahead of second place last year they only allowed a 77 first downs rushing the football that's wild just a little sneak There's 17 preview. games yeah and just preview only two teams in the NFL that this is tied for best two teams in the NFL allowed seven rushing touchdowns last year third best is nine the top two had seven allowed rushing touchdowns who are the two teams I'll give you five guesses to get the two teams. Niners? No. Tampa? No. Eagles? No. What's the stat? They only only allowed seven rushing touchdowns, the defense. Is New England one of them? Correct.
0: Are the Steelers the other
1: one? Correct. That's right. That's right. They don't cross right here. They don't gain another yard. <laughs> yep, seven and That's
0: seven. That's great. That's great.
1: Combined, they only allowed 14 rushing touchdowns last year.
0: Yeah, after you said that, I'm like, wait a minute. New England's defense was actually really good last year, and it's, I'm excited to talk about their defense this year because I think it's going to be, yeah, it'll be pretty good.
1: By the way, we um, about it. Um, them to win the division is minus one sixty-five,
0: which is pretty good odds, honestly. It's not too bad.
1: One hundred and sixty bucks to win a hundred. I'd feel pretty good about that on the 49ers. if you're yeah. just kind of making one-off bets. Yeah. So
0: you. I could mean, essentially... what fifty bucks
1: when you're about twenty-five ish? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Forty-eight
0: when you like. Yeah, you gotta feel pretty good about that, honestly. Mm Mhm. Well, that is the NFC West division breakdown. The poll results from the Facebook page: eighty-five percent. Eighteen total votes go to the Niners. Nine percent, two total votes go to the Seahawks. 4%, one vote to the Cardinals, and zero votes for the Rams. So,
1: yeah. Uh, Let me do one thing real quick.
0: We do have a mailbag, but go ahead and do your thing.
1: I do want to let you know we've predicted six teams – or eight teams so far. You have six of them hitting the over. Yeah, FanDuel odds. Of course. Which, that doesn't, that, that, that doesn't mean it's awful. These records aren't crazy. For me, I have, uh, so far, I have five overs and three unders. You're six and two. Overs to unders. Yeah. Oh, before uh, we, we, we to, were you about to do mailbag?
0: Uh, there's one mailbag question.
1: We can do that first. That's funny.
0: Kyla Miller, Seahawks fan, writes in. I think he's trolling here. Who has the strongest receiving core in this division?
1: <laughs> if you want to count Kittle and McCaffrey in the receiving core, that? That. Debo, Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Juszczyk, they run five deep. But in terms of pure out-and-out receivers, I mean, DK, Lockett, Jackson Jack Smith, and Jigba, one of them go, let's say each team suffers one injury at the wide receiver position. I don't know how much it really affects the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell. They're just deeper. But um, in a standard operation, you have a running back, a tight end, and three receivers. The three receivers and the receiving core, it's got to be Seattle.
0: Yeah, I would hope that Noah Fant, as good as he was in in Denver, comes to to prominence here in in year two in Seattle and for whatever reason can get it going because – you just thought that this was going to be a probable a tight end a accusation for them, and it just hasn't been yet. Go ahead and take away what you're going to say.
1: Okay, I will give you mine, and then I'd like you to rank yours. The division from best to worst, just quarterback and coach. Yeah. Yeah. My number one, I do think it may fall apart, but going into this year, I have Sean McVay and Matthew few stats as my number one at number two i have kyle shanahan counting sam darnold and brock and it looks like brock may be ready for week one number three i have pete carroll and geno smith simply because geno smith's on the down and down i don't truly believe in him but pete has won at every level of the game and four with the easiest decision colt mccoy and first time head coach jonathan gannon yeah we're close the top three are top, um, though
0: I am excited to kind of talk about um, quarterbacks when we get time here. But um, my number one, the 49ers, Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan just feels like – I know that McVay just won a Super Bowl, but you can argue that Kyle Shanahan's been better over the course of the last five seasons than McVay has. Things just haven't panned out. The quarterback situation – yeah, just lots of things. Um, this feels like the best one. Number two though is Stafford and McVeigh. Um, quietly at number three, but has a case for two, maybe even a case for one, depending on how this year goes. Gino and Pete Carroll. And then last but not least, I don't give a fuck who the quarterback is in Jonathan Gannon. So
2: Kobe Come brisket. The Cardinals. <laughs> oh
0: boy. I think that uh, I think that wraps it up. Who's your prediction
1: to win the division? That would be the 49ers. Yeah, I think the 49ers thing. floor floor is 10 wins. And I have the Seattle Seahawks around 9 and 10 with their ceiling being at 11. I think this is uh, minus 165. I thought it was kind of low. I thought this might be like a minus 260, minus 270 for the 49ers. They were 6-0 in division last year. They're going to be at least 4-2, and 2, I think 5-1. and 1 in the division this year
0: niners have to fall apart injury wise for this to be a bad football team
1: yeah like i said my my records i didn't do it on purpose but it just seems so clear cut to me that there is a one two three four order here um i think there's some people who maybe will stand on the table for the rams over the seahawks but i think the seahawks are just training in such a good after they got rid of russ they've just done so many things right so 49ers seahawks I may even do a dabble on the future um, for betting the correct order for this division in the finish, um, which is a thing you can do on FanDuel. Know that you can uh, you can do stuff like top two, or you can do stuff or future bets to correctly predict the exact order they will finish in the division.
0: We do this a lot, um, where I give you a hypothetical, but it has to happen, and you have to play off that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith plays all 17 games, 70% completion, 4200 Se- yards, 70%, 4200 yards, 30 touchdowns, and we'll go 10 picks, 11
2: picks, 11 picks. Damn.
1: Um. I'm going to up it up a little bit, 11 or 12 wins, but I still don't think that they finish above the 49ers.
0: Those are his exact stats from last season. 70%. 69.8, 70%. Yeah. Is
1: that not crazy? Well, the picks don't bother me, and the yards is part of the course for today. I just I couldn't believe seventy percent complete. That did, that that shocks me. But the yards, touchdowns, and picks, I, I mean I'd take those for sure. But um
0: He wasn't throwing two it, touchdowns a game, but thirty ain't bad. And eleven over know. the course of seventeen games is actually really good in today's league. The,
1: the thing that it's staining me 49ers kept, or if the Seahawks kept their trajectory, they were supposed to be like twelve and five last year. Yeah. But the fact that they went 3 and 5 to finish last season, like I think that's really fogging me up here. Cuz again, I said I had them at 9 and 8, and I also said I bet their floor or like I predicted their floor based on kind of yeah. this this team steam could win 12 games. Steam could win 12 games, but I I think they'll be closer to a 9 or 10 win game.
2: Cool. Anything else?
1: No, this is the Niners division until so someone else takes it from them, it looks like.
0: We got uh, NFC East, very popular division. NFC North still come, and then obviously the entire AFC coming to you a couple of weeks here. Um, hopefully you guys are digging these. Uh, not a big mailbag this week, but lots of voting in the poll. Appreciate that. And if you guys need any other questions, comments, concerns, you know where to find us. Follow us on the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Like, subscribe to all the class platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, wherever you listen. Um, We appreciate you guys.
2: You sure? We're out. Real talk. Real talk.